Hi, I'm Matt Ward, and welcome to the Running Industry Podcast Weekly News. Thanks once again for joining me as we look at the Running Industry Podcast Weekly News, our short-form news roundup on what has caught our eye over the last seven days in the world of running and the wider running industry. Coming up this week, running legend Ron Hill passes away. Part Run's resumption is delayed. The 50k world record goes. Momentum is building for Run Show Boston. Brooks want to erase racism. And you two can fuel up on maple syrup and potato puree. And we start this week by paying our own respects to a couple of very sad pieces of news this last weekend. Firstly, as widely reported across global media, 21 runners tragically lost their lives at the Yellow River Stone Forest 100k race in northwestern China on Saturday. High winds and freezing rain hit participants in the 100k race in the Yellow River Stone Forest, a tourist site in Gansu province. The race was halted when some of the 172 runners went missing and a rescue operation was launched with many of the runners reportedly suffering from hypothermia. Liang Jing, an ultramarathon champion, and Huang Ganjun, who won the Men's Hearing Impaired Marathon at China's 2019 National Paralympic Games, were amongst the victims. And on Sunday, news was released of the death of Dr. Ron Hill, MBE. Ron truly was a legend of the sport. He was also an entrepreneur and an inspiration to thousands in the running world. There have been some wonderful tributes across media, and especially from Athletics Weekly, who've reported, aside from his athletic success, Ron will be remembered for his Ron Hill clothing brand, and also the astonishing running streak, which saw him run every day for 52 years and 39 days, between 1964 and 2017. Hill's running streak came to an end in 2017 due to ill health, and he revealed that he had been diagnosed with dementia the following year. His passing was announced by his company Ron Hill with a message which read, It's with immense sadness that we today mourn the passing of British running legend Dr. Ron Hill MBE, our founder, our inspiration, a husband, a father, a grandfather, a runner. And in memory of Ron and those 21 lives so tragically lost in China whilst taking part in the sport they loved, we shall take a short pause. In race news, the men's 50k world record was broken yesterday as Ethiopia's Ketema Nagasa won the Nedbank reunified race in South Africa, reports Runners World. Covering the 31-mile distance in 2.42.07, Nagasa's average pace per kilometre was an impressive 3.15 and he beat the previous world record which was held by American runner CJ Albertson by 23 seconds. In the women's race, Des Linden's world record remained unbeaten but South Africa's Yvette Van Ziel ran a national record of 3.04.23 and Van Ziel's time is the second fastest women's time in history. In event news, Park Run's expected resumption on June the 5th has been delayed after fewer than half of its venues approved the return of the Saturday morning 5k runs. Organisers need a significant number of landowners to give permission for races to return to avoid overcrowding at the mass participation event. Parkrun UK says it now hopes to resume all 5k events across England on the 26th of June. 
with a decision to be made on the 11th of June. The part-run statement read, Although more than 250 events do have landowner permission to return, this falls far short of the critical mass needed to prevent overwhelming to those that have been given the go-ahead, and opening a small subset of the part-runs is just not viable. Parkrun have 729 different locations across the UK holding the weekly events and more than 3 million registered runners. And the statement also added that a number of landowners had responded positively to resuming at a later date. Continuing with event news, Wales only has half a plan for resuming marathons and triathlons, says Tough Runner UK. Since March, the Swansea-based company has held events in England but fears that events may not be possible in Wales until 2022. Currently, 50 people can take part in organised outdoor events in Wales, but Managing Director Adam Newton said that these smaller events were not financially viable. The Welsh Government has said it would consider larger events from June 4th. Adam Newton continued, Events are happening in England with a 1,000 plus competitors. Scotland can now hold an event with 500 people, but 50 people for an outdoor event is nothing for us. It's not worth our while financially holding an event of that size. We need a roadmap in place to know larger scale running events can happen. The last event the company held in Wales was at the National Botanical Gardens in Carmarthenshire in March 2020. And Newton said in the past 14 months the company had postponed nine events in Wales affecting about 12,000 competitors. And he said not operating had meant a revenue loss of over half a million pounds for his business. Next, Runner's World reports that the New York City Marathon is returning in November with a field of 33,000 runners. A year after cancelling the 2020 race because of the coronavirus pandemic, the New York Roadrunners announced the 2021 race will have a field of 33,000, though this is well shy of the normal participation, as in 2019 the marathon had 53,500 finishers. Though the race will be held with tens of thousands, the entry process will be vastly different. Firstly, there will be no general lottery for the 2021 NYC Marathon, and guaranteed entry also applies to 2020 9 plus 1 qualifiers, 2020 virtual finishers, and runners who have completed 15 or more NYC marathons before. Organisers will also offer a virtual option again in 2021, and registration for that will begin on June the 10th, for the event which will officially operate between the 23rd of October and November the 7th. You can find out the full entry process via the New York Roadrunners website. Links are in the show notes. And staying in the US, momentum is building for the first ever Run Show USA event, scheduled for the 29th and 30th of January 2022 at the Heinz Convention Center in Boston. Top running brands including ASICS, Hoka One One, Altra, Runderwear, Features, Smartwool, Caldera and Pro Compression will be joining the retail partner Marathon Sports in bringing all the best gear and tech to this start of the season event which will welcome over 10,000 runners. As well as an impressive retail offering and world-class speaker lineup, the event will offer special features including a running skills theatre, trail zone, strength training zone, gait analysis and recovery zone, And Natalie Davis, the group director at Run Show USA, said, Our aim is to bring everything a runner could need under one roof. Inspiration, professional advice, top brands, interactive features and a room filled with thousands of like-minded people. Links on how you can register and full event info are in the show notes. 
In tech news, The Verge reports that Peloton is planning a new $400 million factory in Ohio, USA to produce its treadmills. The facility, which is planned to be approximately a million square feet, is called the Peloton Output Park. Peloton hopes it will eventually lead to lower prices for its products, though its CEO John Foley admits that could take a few years to happen. Currently, Peloton mainly manufactures its fitness equipment in Taiwan, while many of its customers are in the US. Peloton is promising 2,000 new jobs and has said the factory will also be open to the public and will have a showroom. In brand news, Brooks is looking to erase racism, stressing that it's got to take our entire community and teamwork to effect real change. Brooks Running is sponsoring the Black Girls Run e-race racism event throughout the month of June. Participants can run, walk or hike anywhere in the world, but the two-person or solo teams will virtually follow the path of the historic journey of reconciliation in 50, 100 or 200 mile segments between the 1st and the 30th of June. Find out more via the links in the show notes. And finally, do you really need a branded sports drink for running? Well, an article on the Trail Running Magazine website by running coach and mountain leader Rachel Sheldrake of mudandmiles.co.uk says homemade options can be just as good. Rachel states that the longer you run, the more likely your thoughts are to turn to drinking on the move. Whether it's for keeping yourself hydrated, fueling your body on the run or recovering afterwards. There's certainly a wide range of commercial products available out there, and many of these are promoted through clever marketing strategies that would have you believe that they are the most effective solution to your hydration and fueling needs. Rachel goes on to say that an increasing amount of research shows that not only can homemade, real food alternatives be just as effective in providing us with electrolytes, carbohydrates and protein that we need, but that they are also nutritionally much better for us too, as well as cheaper. While some people prefer to use drinks that require no preparation at all, such as coconut water for hydration, with a little time invested, some simple yet effective drinks can be made using ingredients such as water, maple syrup and salt, coupled with some real food to provide the calories you need, such as boiled potatoes or the newly researched potato puree and your homemade drink can provide a low-cost, easy solution. Yummy. So that's it for this week's edition of the Running Industry Podcast Weekly News. If you're a brand, event, organisation or news outlet and want us to feature your news story on the weekly news, just get in touch via the links on the show notes or on social media at Run Industry. Remember to subscribe to the Running Industry Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and also listen and subscribe via the website, runningindustrypodcast.com, where you can listen to all of the Running Industry Podcasts and get the new ones as they are released. You can also follow us, of course, on social media via at Run Industry. And if you'd like to support what we do, you can pledge via Patreon. Links on the website and in the show notes. Thanks once again to all of our listeners for the support and this week's weekly news. Make sure you keep listening every week and also rate and review each episode and be sure to tell your friends. I'm Matt Ward and the Running Industry Podcast is a supersonic production. And until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye.